0: The Puritan's Guide to Fall Song's Guide. Tonight's song is...
1: What's a computer? Eat yourself better! What's a computer? Eat yourself
2: better!
1: So I think all this, you know, it a, it's it's a good transition point to talk about the, the song that you picked, Chris which was right. Eat Yourself Fitter.
2: And it's funny, I have some similar parallel lines that then shoot off in weird areas. So Take it I, away. I, I bought, my first record was um, uh, Witch Trials. Because, mm. you know, you, you're like, I'm going to... But I had heard it pretty late. And by then I'd already heard, you know, like... I had parents that had, like, they were into Henry Cow, and that we had oh, wow. residents. <laughs> Your and, parents were into Henry Cow? Yeah, my dad was an architect. My mom wasn't head of the art department at Merlhurst. Oh. So they, they would, <laughs> like, I would go, me and my brother would stand outside Key Largo, Snake Finger and Eric Drew Feldman would drive up with oh, their equipment. Shit. We'd have them sign Greener Pastures and be like, our parents are coming to the show tonight. <laughs> my dad took me to see Fred Frith twice at oh Reed God. College oh when I was God. in junior high and high school. Oh, so
1: you're from Port? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So oh, I, nice. so
2: by the time I heard witch trials, and I'd already heard PIL and other things, I had the same problem with wire. It sounded really quaint to me. <laughs> I, I had not, there was no context. Yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. everything that they had influenced, I had heard and they had they'd expanded on. So mm-hmm. to me, witch trials sounded really overproduced, really of the um, you know a lot of tom and yeah. very like just punk post-punk by numbers a little sure compared to some of the noisier things that i had been spoiled with that they had influenced <laughs> so then i had a video store for 22 years mm-hmm. and i had that vhs tape and i all i did was play music stuff because it was really safe to play in the store right Um, and I put that on and I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing stuff. And I just would play it all the time, but didn't buy any of the records yet. And, um, and, uh, What year is this? This would be (coughs) 96. Okay. So, and then, um, my friend, uh, well, my wife, one of her best friends, was Kay Carroll who managed the fall. She worked at an AIDS care facility mm-hmm. with my wife. She was a nurse there and my wife worked with her. And they, and so I met Kay through Joe, like I'd, I'd volunteer in the kitchen and met Kay. And she was like, she wouldn't talk about the fall in the nursing community cause there'd be no context, right? right. No one knew who the fall was, but I was like freaking out. <laughs> And I was like, what? Like, how did you end up here? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And she's like, they're still great. She, and she gave me like a newer CD and mm-hmm. I went home and I loved it. And then it was just like, I got pretty obsessed, but so it was later. You okay. know what I mean? I was late to it. I never saw him play. Oh, um, wow. And, uh, you know, it was like, it's so funny. Like, even in Guided by Voices, Pollard and myself would get obsessed <coughs> about, you know, all right, we're going on a Silver Apples thing right now, or we're doing this... Fall never came up, you know, Interesting. and it was like a blind spot for me. But it was kind of an exciting blind spot to have because I could like there was so much to devour, mm-hmm. and I, I like I, I'm like one of those horrible fall people who like I don't have a problem with any of it. I kind of like it's kind of sucks because I'm like I kind of like that record that everyone hates, <laughs> but I, I know why everyone loves this. Yeah, but um, but the first song that really resonated with me. Was eat yourself fitter? Partly because the video was just so weird and iconic. And isn't the lead, is
0: it the lead on the video? I haven't watched the video on years. It, no, it
2: starts with wings. Okay, it does and then start with wings. and then there's like a little introduction like, for bricks, and then it goes into eat yourself. Oh Better. yeah, that little nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's totally wired and stuff. But she, but there was, I, I remember I was with Sam Coombs and we were watching it from Sam from Quasi, mm-hmm. and he he was like yeah I remember when this album came out people thought the fall had sold out because it kind of sounded better and there was like some horn you know like there's flute on it and stuff like that and I was like really wow and I was like I just it it just endeared me to it and I Mm -hmm. love that they were kind of goofy like Mark's dancing around a bit and like playing up to the camera and Bricks is, you know, dancing around and they're all covered Bricks. with goo. And there's like, just doesn't, it's just all, it's just, they and seem the, to having the a good time.
0: And then yeah, the, they're just having know, a good time. Puking into the weird. beer mug. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And, and, but so when I got that record, I thought it was so, what an amazing leadoff track. Absolutely. To just be like, it's a, such a statement more than, I mean, cause the classical is a great song, but it's catchy. You know they often lead off with things that are a little like a little bit of a spoonful you know yeah that one one is just like and if you hate that song it's long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's so gonna it's like it's gonna long. turn yeah. it's gonna turn some people off.
0: I just tell I'll tell you a and, secret. If you want to clear a dorm room and this day, man, it's oh yeah. like it's guaranteed. Oh yeah. Totally. You but know. they close that with it. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: normally I think I think that it's so cool that they that such a to me I think it's really catchy. Yeah. And I think and I think what's really catchy about it is not just all the weird stops and starts, but Mark is super catchy in it. Absolutely. There's something about his phrasing in it and it feels really offhand and conversational in a weird way where I feel like some of his early stuff feels a little like dictated. Yeah. Like he's he's telling like, listen, I'm gonna tell you, but this is more of like, I met this guy. He shook his hand. I'm like, he's, he's, he's or something a little personal about it. Yeah. And, and, and goofy. And he's kind know. of
1: holding the, uh, the, the rhythmic pattern of his singing, too, is, you know, as he's following along sort of like yeah. the, the rhythms of the song, which he doesn't necessarily do that often.
2: So. And I think it's a, I mean, we're talking about Kicker <clears throat> Conspiracy, too. I think those two songs are also one of those songs where he's like, this song goes till I'm done telling my thing. And it's not he doesn't you know there's some re- repeating in it yeah but it it's definitely like there's story that keeps new elements keep coming in yeah and I also liked that I didn't understand it all I Same. was like oh, I was yeah, like totally I, I mean I was reading some stuff before we met and it was like people are like oh he's saying met them and on the video it says don't want to be a victim and then admit them in quotes and I'm like. I don't care. You know what yeah, I mean? Like to me, matter, it's right? just yeah. like to me, it's victim. But like, it's just I, I create my own
1: yeah.
2: imagery and story with it. Yeah, and I feel like it's also been really funny because I play that record a lot in my house. Mm-hmm. And to see that's like my my you know my when my daughter was in college during the pandemic, same with us you know, she heard the fall every day and that song really, she really liked it might be her favorite one. And I was like, Oh cool. Like, cause that's a, you know, again, a room clearing song. If yeah. you're, if you're not speaking the language, but I was just something, um, that I feel like when you had us pick one, I was going back and forth and all over the map, but there's just, uh, it just has, all the elements of what makes them great. Yeah, it's got double drumming that's starting and stopping, and and has an improvisational thing where he's probably like, right here, just you know, break it up a little bit, you know, with his hand, mm-hmm. and then you know, Steve's trying to follow along, and you've got you know, Scanlan Scanlan's just doing his thing, but I just it's yeah, I'm just hypnotic.
1: Oh, absolutely, and, it,
2: and to me. It goes by in a flash. Like I'm like the song seems to last 30 seconds. Yeah. And I just am always like, what? Like, how is that over? Yeah. Because I'm just, I'm
0: just mesmerized with it. It's mesmerizing. So but that's that's the you know that's one of their great strengths is the trance aspect. Of yeah. It. yeah. You know, and, and that's like a great that one example of it. Is
2: really yeah, and it's like a lot more primal than their stuff. Like it's just a lot more like like kind of like uh, you know you know like uh, I don't know you know like what you would say it is but it's just like it's not a lot of the other stuff they tended to do was a lot more rock dun, yeah dun, rock dun, you know? yeah. but it's also yeah. it's got this
0: intensifying aspect with kind of some random noises and the way his vocal changes and like when he goes into don't don't want to be a mictum and the yeah, way he's yeah. singing it and yeah. like you know he pitches it awesome. and it's like you know they're not thinking about what they're doing but they are there is there's enough musical intuition in them that they know that like yeah. as the story goes along yeah you know he's trying it's there it's getting weirder and it's getting more intense yeah and that's one of the beauties of it it feels like a
2: real night out with him
1: like 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 like, like absolutely
2: he's he's telling you this stuff in real time and he's like oh by the way (laughs) i forgot to tell you about this i bought a computer yeah yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah there's something really and i do like that it seems really um personable in a way. Oh, sure. I, did. I feel like Kicker Conspiracy is a bit like that, too, where it's just like, it's an opinion, and he's kind of telling you, like, you know, hey, remember, the police are out. You're over, you know, you're oversee you know, be smart, you know, yeah. and, and just kind of about the injustice of the things instead of, like, there's this kid who's playing on a dog's leash, and he's kind of right. watching a thing. <laughs> yeah. he's, and he's, I don't know. It's, he's I, in the
1: story. And, and yeah. you are, too. Like, yeah. he's telling,
2: yeah. it's like, it's just, I don't know. And uh, yeah. so for me, um and again just that it's the lead track to an amazing record is like such a middle finger to many listeners i bet who couldn't who who really quickly were like what is this like i don't this i don't like this right you know um there's so many songs on that record that are kind of beautiful and have oh, you know like you know um you know, if it started with Smile or Garden or something like that, it would have been much easier to be like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's garden, kind of garden, garden is beautiful to me. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of velvety oh, totally. and it's hypnotic. Yeah. And I, oh, okay, that's what this band is about. And I can follow it and it's long. But, but this song is just like, yeah, it's, it's peerless. Well, I I, it, and also, I don't know what to call it. I don't feel like anyone else has done a song like it. I feel like it's no. alone. It's not like, oh, yeah, we're, you know, that, that song reminds me of Eat Yourself Fitter. It just doesn't happen. No. <laughs> no. And so, well,
0: just like kind of, I'm looking at the lyrics in front of us while we're going through it. So when uh, when this came out, you know, and especially with that video, like the humor, and you know, like Camper was like kind of a funny band. Sure. But like we had, there's really like very snide dark side to us. And like the fall, we're like, hey, look, there's some blueprint stuff we can follow. Um, and kind of like the snideness. And, and, but this song... You know, like when you see the video and like he's dancing around and you know and they're like puking into the beer mug like i talked about and like all the like the, the crazy stuff and like carl burns is like a, like a raw egg in his mouth like yeah, what's yeah, going on yeah. he's like, like okay <laughs> great um but you know like of course we're all like you know people are like kind of like it's you never you know there are no lyrics in the album people are like kind of right. reading and we're talking about it but this thing always tripped me up like at first it seems like you know he's Got a shitty job. He goes out, like you know, he gets thrown out by some long hair. He feels like an idiot. You know, he's like, "I'm gonna be a recluse. I'm gonna buy a computer." Like, okay, I get it. And then it's like the Kevin Harris scene. It's like, wait, what?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Kevin Harris. Harris
0: scene, the South of France, <laughs> crush of velvet or back or back. I'm like, what? I mean, like, pick up the needle, play it again. I'm like, yeah. Greek holidays, Barrett. Who's Barrett? Barrett inheritance, and you're like you were like embarrassed heritance? You're just trying to figure mm-hmm. it out. And like, but yeah. that's to me, like I still s- struggle trying to figure out at least, I, I don't really care about meaning, but just like, kind of like, what's he getting at? And sometimes you get it. Like yeah. sometimes it just kind of, it kind of like, I get it. And sometimes like, well, I don't know. And that, and it's, you have to be cool with that ambiguity, but that's also one of the things I love about it, because you have to be cool with the ambiguity, I yeah. really love them.
2: Well, think, the other, I'm sorry? No, please, go ahead. The other thing that's interesting about this record is this is the this is post-K Carol management record. Right? right? So this is like, she usually is like, you know, I mean, getting to know her was great, because she'd be like, I was yelling at him, like, I went in and remixed, you know, um, uh, uh, um, Totally Wired, because she's like, this is like pop. Oh, yeah. This is horrible, you know, like it's too <laughs> clean and she, you know, get them in the shape and she, you know, and her, she really shaped that band, um, to become, you know, you know, uh, not a democracy. Right. And, and, and really it was like her and Mark like just being like you know what are you you're not what are you trying to be rock stars what's going on and like you know and um and also kind of being a mother figure at the same time kind of good cop bad cop and mm-hmm. the same person oh yeah totally good and cop. um so it is i also think it's really interesting because after that it's it's all mark yeah all the time mm-hmm. and and the album sounds different than anything that it does sound a You know, it's like well-recorded. It's clean. Mm -hmm. It's not like dirty and and gnarly. It's like everything kind of rings and the bass. Everything's just very clear. There's not like a muddle of drums like when they do stuff.
0: Yeah, it's still, I mean, you know... When I listen to it, it's like it's it's kind of like that that middle studio where it's not like okay, you're not recording in like some guy's you know no like which trial's sounds, room you know which
2: trials is way more produced oh yeah, and yeah. Then, you know that's like you can hear well the which track trials lighting. also like yeah. the, I
0: forget where, if that was who IRS somehow or another had money involved in that right. like they weren't signed directly but they were signed. And I know Jay Boberg had some influence on Howl Out record. Like that's why it's Bob that's Sargent.
2: Faulty, right? Right. Bob Sargent right. did it. He did right. the English
0: beat and stuff. Like they right. and Bob was you know, the English beat were on IRS, right? right. The beat were and so that, there was some direct like we're gonna try and make you guys and you could see how that worked. Yeah. yeah and yeah. for me, like the fall is we it's kinda like it's the new other thing and dragnet, that's where the fall that I love begins. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and yeah. And, and, yeah. and I know it well sort of interesting, especially you listen to the podcast because when they talk about like what it was with Brahma, like it's one of those things. It's like you know a certain era of the Velvet Underground. You know it just doesn't it wasn't recorded. Like it would be magic if it were recorded in the way that, the, right. you know what I mean? They didn't yeah. get they didn't get their intent
2: recorded. Right. Yeah, and also I mean this what the, the album before this is Room to Live, right?
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 Which I mean that's the other thing I love about this era is it's just like every record's like a clean slate. <laughs> It's but, like, yeah. we're wiping that off and it's, it sounds nothing like well, a Well, you know,
0: Hex Induction Hour for, I mean, for us that was, you know, because like I started with Grotesque and we were like, that was really good. I really liked that. Yeah. I, and I did. I was still, still one of my, like North will rise again. I mean, my God, yeah, it, a fantastic piece of music yeah. and fan, like everything about that is great to me. And then, you know, like you're like, oh my God, it's like, you know, he just did, you know, like. You know, it's like, it's kind of like the Dylan thing again, you know, it's like, you know, we had like bringing it all about home, but now we have blonde on blonde. My God, this is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, like, no, it's like painting. Yeah, it's home. like, Hex, yeah. you know, Hex Induction Hours is like, oh my God, this yeah. is like, how could it possibly, you know, like, how can they possibly top it? And then Room to Live is like forever. Uh, Like that was our general thing, and now I kind of like a lot of room to live, but like, but I was just like, man, at the time, was like, "Mm, I think that was the point, of room to live, wasn't it? It, it I think it was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. From the more I know about like the times, you just like, fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna crash the car.
2: It's one of those Uh, records that you just have to learn to love. Like you just have, it's like you, it's like you live with it enough that you're like, I love every moment of it, and and you kind of love just the story of it, like. You know him just being like not telling people are playing on it and driving by people's houses to get other people It's like so manipulative. Yeah, and and classic fall, you know what I mean? So that's kind of what's great about Perverted by language is it sounds like a band that is doing that they're they're communicating again psychically like good bands do they're like just like they know when to stop they know when to go they know know when to go high low sideways duck you know they, they understand dynamics and um it's like you could you know it's it's much more like if you took room to live out and put it right next to hex you'd be like oh yeah i see that they they were growing and they went to this yeah but i love that room to live is there As like just like no this is what the fall is this is really what I wanted that other thing the hex is bullshit yeah yeah exactly there's something like that's (laughs) that's what's amazing about being able to talk about them yeah yeah it's
0: true and it's really interesting like the curveballs because yeah I was like I was like I was gonna write them off and then like Perverted came out and it's like I was like wow this record yeah, you know, like really, it. I remember how distinctly it blew my mind, and how much I listened to it when it came out. Yeah, it was really, it was a very special thing, and that you know, you know, I didn't like Wonderful and Frightening as much, but it was like, wow, this is going, so, this is interesting, it's different. I don't know how I feel about this Bricks Girl was going, and then like you know, I remember Nation Saving Grace came out, and we were on tour, and we were in Phoenix, and we stayed with these people who had a, a small record store in Phoenix, and they're like, have you heard the new Fall? And like. I don't know. They like the bricks thing, or it was like you gotta listen to it and to listen to. it, It's like I'm buying this now. Yeah, right. <laughs> like this is incredible. <laughs> yeah. And there was just like the whole thing. And like at the time, you like you want to go see him, and it's like oh, they're just playing like you know four shows on the East Coast, and yeah. and they're like, why is Steve Hanley not there? What's going? Because you're always trying to like collect dirt and like right. it's like it's oh, like, you know, it's like, it, yeah. like and oh my god, I wonder now. It's like this is pre-internet. How do I even fucking know that Steve Hanley wasn't on that tour? But he wasn't on that.
2: He's he doesn't even play on. Um, he's not even playing bass on um, uh, Cruisers Creek. Yeah. No. It's just like, how is that not him? Yeah. That's Simon. You know. Yeah. But that's how good that that I think that they were in terms of just like encapsulating the sound. You know. Yeah. And um, and it's funny. Like the other day, uh, I was playing uh, the album, and, and I feel Voxus uh-huh. came sure. on. And my wife walked through and she was like, what are you listening to? And I thought she was joking because like, it's always the fall.
1: Right. And she was,
2: and I was like, uh-huh, aha, you know, and she like, I'm like the fall. She's like, oh, really? That doesn't even sound like Mark singing. Like, yeah. So I was like, yes, victory. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm still, still confusing people. Still surprising. Like, like, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it's gratifying, you know, so
1: yeah. I, was, yeah, I was so glad that you picked this song. And I've, I know we've talked about it on this this podcast before, but this was my entry point for the band because my, you know, I had the uh, the lucky older brother who was much cooler than wow. I was, still is in some ways and i had a cd player for the first time and like he came over to the house it was like post christmas when i got the cd player and he brought his cd of perverted by language it was like well that's you know you should give a listen to this and it was like that song kicks in and it was like the skeleton key i was like that, that's everything yeah. i need to hear in a band what the fuck is this and so it is what the fuck is this yeah, yeah. and i and i just was an instant convert <laughs> and that's i think i yeah. think that's why i was so happy you picked this because i think it is like the, the a great entry point for people into the fall because it's like, if you get on board with this, like you're going to love so much of, you know everything yeah, else. Because really. it
2: is, it is a bit of heavy lifting that song, even though I, yeah. I, well, I you know, I, I don't feel like it is because of, you know, I have other, you know, I, I've listened to, you have the context. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, um, if you've never heard anything like it, You know, uh, it's just, it's incredible. Yeah, but it's an
0: important, important point you raise right there with the heavy lifting. It is heavy lifting. And I think that is the thing that makes them, for the people who kind of crack the code, that's why it becomes so kind of profound. And what I used to love about, you know, because it's like... you. You're a certain age, he's like, you want to, like, I have good taste, I'm specialer than, you know, it's like, I know, I know the secret thing. But I used to love, because I would have friends who's like, I like Susie and the Banshees, why do you play that, that, like, that harmonica thing, it's, it drives me crazy. And it's like, oh, we'll just play it louder, you yeah. know, it's like, it's the same thing over and over again. it's like, oh, we'll just create, like, even louder, you because know? <laughs> it's like, it, it was like a special, like, it was a special language.
2: Well, and also you know, it was a dividing line like when if you could decipher things and and feel like uh, the only regret I have about getting into the fall later is I think it would have really <clears throat> defined me even earlier. Sure. I feel like music was so it it was like a such a protective shield for me and mm-hmm. such a middle finger to people who were pushing against me just being different mm-hmm. um and um you know just i think that's how it was for people growing up in the yeah. 80s you know it was just like you know you would get called Wavo or Devo or get pushed into a locker because you liked Certain type of music, you know, yeah, and so I think the fall would have really, I would have, I would have doubled down on that. I (laughs) I, found, like, you know, I did, and so um, that's my only regret. But it was really great, like, getting to know Kay. Yeah, and you know, um, and you know, she passed away last year from complications with her lung cancer treatment. Um, But like, we were seeing her right up till she went to the hospital um and um and it it, yeah and the other kind of amazing thing is that her family gave me her record collection which was like gong stevie wonder you know all these things you kind of read about in those books like they were really they kind of had a gong connection you know i'm like there's the gong record you know (laughs) yeah sure but also the books you know she had a lot of fall books and they were all from like steve and paul and other people and they're all just like they were very heartfelt mm. um, inscriptions to her in terms of just like, I think they really also, as much as she laid into them, I don't think she was as cruel as Mark and often would go to them and, you know, try to be... Smooth it over somehow. Yeah, I mean, you know, Kay, Kay was funny because she, she was amazing at the AIDS care facility because she she would crack the whip and she wouldn't let people, like no you gotta eat this stuff quit fucking around you know she was like that you know but the, the people there loved her because she would make them laugh mm-hmm. and she was kind but she was also like you're not fooling me You know, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and uh, she you know whenever she'd come to eyelid shows you you know you could just hear her when you are setting up just like you know a million miles away just hear her voice was over everyone. <laughs> she was just like you know. What's s- the word
0: striking? Yeah. Yeah
2: exactly. And um and she had a great story of seeing Mark, um, the last time she saw Mark where she, she was uh, rounded a corner and he was coming out of a chemist mm-hmm. and he he looked at her and he was like what are you. What do you hear you know like why are why you here, here? And she said i've come to kill you <laughs> and then he started laughing and uh and they met up for drinks later and it was like really great you know wow. and she was always still singing his praises you know um about just what a genius he was mm-hmm. and um always you know spoke highly of him you know, so
0: yeah i mean there's a real there's a real gift in this material to me which is like you know we talk about like you know the secret code or whatever but you know, we were outsiders, we were kind of born that way, you know, I think that's just kind of how a lot of people like us feel, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. so you're trying to define yourself, which is a very hard thing to do. And then, you know, when your mind gets kind of exploded by picking, you know, it's like, like, what the fuck is this? Like, what, it, you know, like, I grew up in Riverside, California, like my, yeah. I was like an Irish Catholic mother and my dad was a pharmacist and like, what is this? Yeah, And it's like, you know, What I love about it and what I kind of love about it in retrospect and like when I was talking about like having to accept some ambiguity, it's like, you know, like great art is, it's just kind of a reflection, right? It's not, you, there's not, I think people are looking sometimes for more than it's really going to give you. It's not going to give you like the answer to the universe or anything. It's just going to reflect different ways of thinking about things. And you kind of, when you begin to understand like the real complexity of things. And the real difficulty of things and like how hard it is to really uh, do anything but kind of keep your mind open, mm-hmm. right? And like be open to things and like that's where the magic comes from and that magic is really a temporal thing. And you're just yeah. trying to like, throughout your life, you're just trying to summon that and get it. Like there's all that information, all of those lessons kind of to me are actually in the fall in a weird way, yeah. you know? And like you just wouldn't. That's why I was like at a certain point where it's like you know hearing stories and stuff. Like I don't you know I just like I don't need to know. Like I've already well, met several of my heroes. I just don't need to know be anymore. Be it's careful cool. what you wish for. Yeah, yeah you, you know. just put it
2: away. We also have a funny thing in that like we, we just did a fall cover. I was just about to lead into that. So, and, yes. um, so there's well and one of the funniest parts is John Moen who's in the band with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did a cover of Fantastic Life and he didn't he knew the fall but didn't know much. But after after we did the cover, he just it was the gateway into understanding the fall. Oh, learning, drugs. How play, learning how to play it and just sitting in Fantastic Life for like six minutes and playing him playing Oregon yeah. and various themes, like just riffing on it. He just it he he saw he just yeah, the wonder in it. And now he's like, I've kinda gotten into fall because like I understand the language now and I like you know he's like a such a melody guy yeah you know Um, but he's also a super goth guy like he's super into Susie and all that stuff (laughs) so I think in Bauhaus so I think and uh, you know the fall are kind of gothy at times too absolutely yeah so I it wasn't that big a leap but yeah we um, so we, we we wanted we have a new single coming out in February we wanted we always like to do these like you know we've done a lot of covers mm-hmm. on kale and the moles and things like that and so we wanted to do a fall cover and then uh, this fantastic life was during the two drummer <coughs> period and it was co-written by Stephen Hanley he must have been like 16 or 17 at the time mm-hmm. you know when that happened um and uh so he is playing second drum on our cover well, version. Paul Paul, Paul sorry yeah. not yeah. Steve Paul sorry excuse me Paul Hanley, the younger brother, the drummer, is playing second drum on the um, on the uh, our cover, and it's it's really it's awesome. That's crazy. That's how, awesome. how did that happen?
1: How did you well, hook so that this
0: up? Is, So I get an email from Chris. It's like, hey, I want to you know we have to record like one other song, or I want to record one other song, and so. In the email, if I remember this correctly, there's a suggestion. It's like, Pauly, just like learn this fall song, Fantastic Life, and just like play it on your phone. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what Pauly did. And then Pauly did it, and that's like it actually sounds pretty good. So he mm-hmm. sent it to me and I'm like, Right on, this'll be fun. And then, you know, I haven't actually listened to it in like twenty years. I'm like, oh, pff, I threw through the forty five, fine, I didn't listen to it. It's like, oh, this is that's weirder than I thought, you know, that ba- is that the right bass note? I better get this right, because somebody's going to bust my balls for playing the wrong bass note on a fall cover and getting it right. And then I'm playing it, and it's like, huh, I wonder how bad, like, I have some pretty bad tendonitis sometimes. I wonder how bad, Paul, like, Steve Hanley's tendonitis is, because it's like, it's not... Like, when you're playing that yeah. song for six minutes, it's like, holy shit. And it's got another fucking chorus? Another chorus. Yeah, yeah. And you're yeah, just yeah. like, my God, yeah. you
2: know? Yeah, he all of a sudden throws that last verse at the end where it's like, I'm going to Wakefield. It's just like, you think it's he's not going to come back with anything. He's right. like, I got another verse. And, um, but yeah, I just, uh, uh, you know, you know, I, I reached out to him and, you know, told him I was friends with Kay. Mm. And, um and he had you know we, we've had we had some mutual connections in you know in the UK mm-hmm. you know and um, and he just sounded he just said it sounded like a good idea he sent it to him he loved it and he was like this is a great version um, you know and wow. he just he just played second drums it's, and it's really fun
1: how flattering dude. yeah, yeah I mean, dude
2: it's compliment like fucking, you guys. you know like he yeah, told me that stuff. Paul was playing on and I was like I'm gonna be happy for at
0: least 36 hours now. Like this is like yeah. it's, you know, for me it's like I, they they were so influential mm-hmm. and, and so important to me. So it's like it's really for me it's a beautiful full circle
2: thing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And he and he's you know uh, you, again you forget he's our age. Yeah. You know you're just like oh yeah right he's like you know <laughs> he was the young 50, guy six, in the 50, band seven, yeah <laughs> you know and uh, and he just seemed yeah he just seemed touched to be asked and 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 he again he just thought had the right. Attitude with it, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, because it's also you just like, you don't, you have to do it like the fall, but you can't be the fall. Yeah. So walking that line is, was difficult, mm-hmm. especially with the vocals. You're like, oh, all right. Right. Was, it was hard with the bass, too. I mean, it was just yeah. kind of
0: like, because, you know, like I'm a, like one of those like, you know, I don't like. I like fancy players who like don't play, you know. Like I mean, I like rock steady, like David yeah. Hood, like you know. I'm like, right. how can I put like the David Hood kind of, you know? And you're kind of like
2: weird because well, Jonathan know. did some really cool stuff, very like Craig Scanlon mm. kind of stuff right. on like kind of went off the map at times, and it's I was like, oh, that they, I could totally see them doing that, like. Yeah no it's it was super, yeah super so fun that'll be out in February and that'll be like the bonus track of the nice. single so
1: yeah so, super honored well, thank you guys so much for doing this yeah super fun yeah, yeah. yeah thank so you. what uh, what comes next for eyelids if we could tell us about we, since um, this is coming out in December sure we just got back from New York we did some shows at the dreams and the
2: kit now we will we have a record release show in Portland uh in February February third at Doug Fir and then we get back to the east coast and southeast tour late march early april mm-hmm. and then we do the midwest in june um we already did the west coast like a month ago yeah so and then probably some more recording we have a new record that's already done we just don't know when it's coming out mm-hmm. because of all the vinyl stuff but um it was, again it was produced by peter buck oh there is a song on it that's, oh yes a, good okay so you've seen the footage of the old gray whistle test yes where they the baller, ballet people it's are doing michael clark's yes. michael Clark, doing uh, right. yes. yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah. so who also performed that day and was waiting in the bleachers was rem that's right according to steve hanley's book and so i'm having lunch with peter and i'm like peter hey do you remember the fall at all or anything he's like he's like don't I really, I, you know, like I don't, it seems like I'd remember that, but he's like, but I might've seen it. And I, so I wrote a song about somebody it's, it's Peter, but I don't say it's Peter, but mm-hmm. basically like talking about like a, a dancer on stage with a string from behind while the bass player plods on. And like, I'm talking, I don't say who it is or mm-hmm. the fall or anything like that. But it's about like this person being like, I, that sounds familiar. I mean, it'd be too hard to forget. <laughs> that's, that's what blows my mind that he doesn't remember that. Like, how do Oh, you this, this is better,
0: though. because okay, like, please. So Chris is telling me this, and it's like, so I see Peter. And it's like, so you don't remember? He's like, well, it, maybe, it, maybe it happened. I don't know. There's so many things going on. And then, you know, he's like, I was also Peter Buck at the time, which is, you know, like, there might be a lot of reasons why things aren't remembered. And, you know, <laughs> I'm like, okay, well... Interesting, but I was like, you know, I remember talking to Peter about the fall in like 1988 or something I was like they're fucking fit, you know, so it was like yeah, yeah. it seems odd to me that he would not have noticed that Yeah, and then you send me I don't know if it's like a message or an email and it's like the cue sheet from that day at the BBC Paul sent it to me. Paul, Paul Hanley. Hanley. sent yeah. it to me. Oh yeah, and gosh. so Chris sends this to me, and it's like, it is corroboration that, in fact,
2: are on the same <laughs> But they were probably, like, set, you know, they got there, followed the thing, and they're probably like, let's go get a bite to eat. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, at that point, they're just let's go like... Let's go to the like, pub. Yeah. yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, wow, yeah sure. Um, but, but, yeah, so that'll be on the new record. It's a song called That's Not Real At All. And, um, Amazing. And so it was really fun to weave that into the new record and have peter produce and the other room producing it being about him it was just, oh, yeah was and good. also in the, end, then, the and
0: then the paul Hanley connection is like man this kismet's like going on big time yeah, here obviously that's, that's what we love that's awesome but
2: yeah thanks for having us super fun yeah, yeah see you tomorrow A
1: centimeter square eat yourself
2: Set it purged fear eat yourself,